politics, pop culture, and a whole bunch of other things that start with the letter P. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Who knew that optimism could sound so sarcastic? Hey, 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 welcome in. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast, episode number 54. We've done 54 of these things, y'all. I am the aforementioned Mark Harvard, and we've got a lot going on this week on the show. I'm, I've actually been really excited about this one for a while. We've been promoting uh, some really cool folks that are going to be coming on the show next week. The return of our friend, Miss Stephanie Plum. She'll be out and hanging out with us, kind of going over, uh, I guess, the last month of crazy news out there. But right now, this month, or rather this week, we've got someone who I respect a lot. Now, one of the big ongoing stories in, in rock music is this trend where you'll find every once in a while, you'll find... Uh, someone who's just at the absolute edge of success. They're absolutely they're they're killing it. They're doing they're out on the road. They're doing the rock and roll lifestyle thing, and the partying and all the just the decadence that goes along with it. It gets to them, and uh, they they reach a point where they realize that uh, I've got to make a change. Maybe it's a, a, a health thing. Maybe it's just a spiritual thing. But they realize they can't go on that way. Um, Someone who that that reminds me of of someone that I, I got the pleasure of of talking to, gosh, years ago. A guy named Dave Hope. He was with the band Kansas, and he walked away from the success of that band and became a worship leader in South Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, man, that guy's got stories upon stories of you know just backstage at concerts with the Grateful Dead and all kinds of the biggest names of that time. And he walked away from it all because he knew that this was not a life that that he could continue living. Well, uh, today our guest is a guy whose whose story was similar, but not exactly that way. We're going to be talking with Kevin Derryberry. Kevin Derryberry, if you're from the Birmingham, Central Alabama area, you know that name uh, in this day and age as someone who just goes alongside ministerial names. He does a lot. The Kevin Derryberry Ministries do an amazing amount of work with uh, different groups that need it. He also has the charity golf tournament every year. That's uh, that's actually coming up this week. We uh, he also you know he plays at events. And I actually, my path and his path have crossed a few times just over the years, but we never really got to sit down and talk until last year's Celebrate the Family Expo from our friends over at Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. We got to sit down and talk a little bit, and uh, I consider him a friend. He's coming up in just a little bit. It's Kevin Derryberry. But first, let me uh, run over a couple of things that I found. First off, uh, the news. I, well, first, first off, let me just say I'm not going to talk about Will Smith. I it has been done over and again. Uh, the Will Smith thing happened right after I put last week's podcast to bed. And man, am I glad it waited because I would have wanted to talk about it in the moment. It, uh, I heard about the thing. Uh, I'd already been to bed, so I didn't have to spend a whole lot of time on it. So thank goodness for that. Uh, hopefully that wave is going down and we don't have to worry about it again. But I do want to uh, take a few minutes to talk about Bruce Willis. Uh, aphasia is what he's been diagnosed with. He's uh, stepping away from acting. And this is just a heartbreaking story. I have relatives who have had different types of illnesses kind of like this. And um, 
Yeah, it's 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 rough to watch. But uh, Bruce Willis stepping away from acting after a diagnosis of aphasia, which is a condition that causes loss of the ability to understand or express speech. Uh, in a statement posted on on his Instagram page, the 67-year-old actor's family announced that Willis will, was recently diagnosed with aphasia and that is impacting his cognitive abilities, which in the niche that he operates in, you know, that action star sort of niche, um, I, I could see where that would be an issue. So he's been trying to plow through as many movies as he could up until he just couldn't do it anymore, and now he's hit that point. But man, uh, in the split, the Unshattered uh, trilogy there, he was so good, so good. Um, of course, we all know him from Sixth Sense, from... Uh, from um, he was in the GI Joe sequel. He was he's been in so many the Die Hard series. Oh gosh, why am I, why is that so far down the list? Um, I watched him in Moonlighting with Sybil Shepherd. Um, I think somewhere on a cassette. I have his the music cassette he made. You know where he played? He got he had that little uh, that little stint where he played a lot of harmonica everywhere. I think I've got that somewhere. Man, I should have used that for bumper music. Anyway. Um, yeah, our prayers going out to Bruce Willis, his family, his, you know, his ex-wife, Demi Moore, his current wife, Emma he- uh, Hemming Willis, five kids, Rumor, Scout, Tallulah, Mabel, and Evelyn, and uh, we're praying for all of them uh, as they do this. Because um, an illness like this, this, or even uh, Alzheimer's, it doesn't just affect the person. It actually affects the people around them. I would dare say just as much. Uh, my first wife, uh, her her grandfa- her grandfather Sam, had uh, had pretty severe Alzheimer's, and I saw the toll that it took on his body, on his body, on his family. Um, I was honored that I I I came into his life while he still could understand who I was. Um, I didn't have long with that, so uh, yeah, this is it's it, illnesses like this are, are kind of cruel, and they're kind of unforgiving on the people that have it and the people around them. So our prayers absolutely going with uh, Bruce Willis and his family. Um, I got this, this, this story coming out of Ohio, Warren, Ohio, a reported robbery victim told, told police that the robber made him quote pinky promise that he wouldn't call authorities after stealing 80 bucks from him. The victim said the robbery happened near a pit stop gas station around 10.40 p.m. Sunday in Warren, Ohio, according to a police report. And the 22-year-old man said he was walking along the road. He was approached by a guy in a ski mask. So, of course, you befriend him. He said the man asked him if he was a drug dealer, and when he responded that he wasn't, he said the robber pulled out a pocket knife and demanded money from him. According to the report, the victim estimated the robber took about 80 bucks from him before making him pinky promise he wouldn't call the cops. And then he rode off on a bicycle. Yeah, they're unable to find this guy. He's still at large. You never know when this guy and his 10-speed are going are gonna to act again. Man, war, just when you thought Warren, Ohio was going to be a nice, quiet, easy place to be. Hmm, what a world. What a world. Stick around. Coming up, we're going to talk a little bit with our friend Kevin Derryberry about uh, his story and the fascinating account of how he came out of that rock and roll life and into ministry and how he's just helping out so many people with what he's doing in the world these days. Also, we've got uh, a few other things coming up, so stick around for that. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Stick around. The Mark Harvard Podcast. 
You know, life is not always easy to navigate, and that's where our friends at All Things New Counseling Services, that's where they step in. They're going to help you get through some tough times. This time of year, people are looking at themselves. They're starting to think about all the things that they want to have a little different, and sometimes that goes hand in hand with some depression, some anxiety, some stress. The gang over at All Things New Counseling Services can help you out with that. Charmin and her team have an area of expertise that includes bipolar disorder, depression, eating disorders, substance abuse, PTSD, and trauma. And guess what? They also do telehealth. So no matter where you are, you've got someone who's there to listen and help you through some of those low times in life. Go ahead, check them out online, allthingsnewcounselingservices.com, and tell them that you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Old World Lumiere Candle Company has been with the Mark Harvard Podcast since the very beginning. And let me tell you how happy we are. You can get all kinds of scents, guys, to make your house smell great. And they aren't just your frou-frou floral stuff. Guys can get candles like bourbon or leather, and they come in these really cool glass containers. Check them out. Everything they've got is at OwlCandleCompany.com. And tell them I sent you. It's Old World Lumiere Candle Company. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at markharvardcreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. We are back. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. And this week's guest, I'm actually really excited about him. Uh, This week, we're featuring someone who I have actually gotten to cross paths with a number of times. And I say cross paths. I mean, like, they were near misses. Like, I've been at the same event two or three times with him. And we finally, after years of, you know, passing each other in the hallways at radio stations, at uh, at uh, big concert events, or um, or just, you know, I mean, I actually I got to go to his golf tournament once. I finally right. got to talk to him um, last year at the Celebrate the Family Expo from Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. And I look up to him immensely. It's Kevin Derryberry. Thank you for joining us this week, guy. Well, it's my pleasure, and thank you for having me, Mark. It's good to hook up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, it helps. It helps that, uh, or rather, it doesn't help that I'm just in person an overwhelming introvert. So, like, I'll, I'll become <laughs> one with the wall. So, yeah, I mean, I've been yeah. at, at like a thousand things with you, but I, we probably, I think, I think our first actual conversation was at the expo last year. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did have y'all at the golf tournament one year. Yeah. But- at that particular event, I'm just so busy running oh, sure. around making sure everything one runs right, and uh, we're right in the middle of that right now. Well, that's coming up on April the seventh, next Thursday. Mm-hmm. If, if you're looking at a calendar, April seventh, uh, we might be past that by the time this hits the air. But, but um, yeah, you guys came out. It was a good time. We still, I still see pictures of that event and, and think about that. Yeah, we hooked up again at the expo last year. Yeah, uh, and we'll—I'll be there again this year. Are you gonna—you gonna gonna be there with us? Uh, Yeah, Lori's asked me to come back and MC the thing again. My second—my second year to get to do that. Uh, So we'll we'll be out there having a lot of fun, and you'll be sharing some some great music again. And I'm—I'm excited. It's gonna be a big old event. And uh, if I can get more, actually get more details about that event over at BirminghamChristian.com, there's a big old banner on the front page with all mm-hmm. the information about this year's expo, and it's coming up at the beginning of May. So you've got a little right. time, but not so much time. You need to stop, you know, you need to go, go ahead and get it on your calendar. That's something you need right. to go ahead and just and just do. So 
Kevin, so many people know different Kevin Derryberries. You know, I mean, they know you from from the golf tournament. They know you from the concerts. They know you from the band and from from uh, from different things. Tell me a little bit. Tell me the story of Kevin Derryberry and you know going from from you know learning how to play the keyboard to now. <laughs> well, yeah, um, you know, when I was little, I grew up in Selma, Alabama. My parents, you know, uh, went to First Baptist Church there and. Every day the doors open to the church. We were there, and so my dad t- taught Sunday school. So every Sunday morning we would get there early, and I would I would run off to a room and find a piano and just bang on it because I just love music. And um, so you know I banged on it enough till one day they asked me if I wanted piano lessons, and so I you know I said yeah. I was real excited, but I quickly learned that I I'm not a great student of the piano. And my piano teacher basically told my parents they were wasting their money, uh, <laughs> that he won't learn, he won't read the music, blah, blah, blah. And so, but I still loved it, you know, and they had already bought me a piano. So I was determined I was going to learn how to play. So I ended up just ended up playing by ear. And uh, still, that's all I do, play by ear. I don't read music. Um, really? It's just been... It's, it's crazy, but I think it enabled me to be able to uh, have what well, it caused me to have to write my own music because mm-hmm. I couldn't read anybody else's. I could pick it out, you know, sure. listen to it and play it and that kind of thing. But if you set it in front of me on a sheet, you know, I, I would be going, yeah, you know, you might as well take that away. But it hasn't, you know, it's hindered me in ways that I don't under, I don't know. Um but it's helped me in ways too, because it's it, my creativity was it was forced to come out. You know, mm-hmm. I had to make stuff up in order to play this instrument that I loved, and you know it's worked out pretty good. Uh, I've made a living uh, playing music all my life, so yeah. uh, you know uh, that's a blessing. And um, I'm the worship leader at Westwood Baptist Church here in Alabaster for 15 years, and. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think they know I can't read music yet, but um, it's, it's, <laughs> it's out of the bag now. <laughs> it's out of the bag now. It's too late. But uh, and there is a wonderful church, and we got great praise music, great pastor. It's it's just a lot of fun, and I've been very fortunate, very blessed uh, that the Lord would allow me to be in that position and to to have this career. Um, yeah, and very blessed that he pulled me out of the pit that, you know, I chased the things of the world, uh, chased the rock and roll, the band. And because, I mean, that's where, you know, I was drawn to the, the lure of the world was an attraction to me. The lure of the fame and all that stuff, uh, was an attraction. And and I was going to achieve this by, by music. And so forsaking everything else, you know, I just, dove all into rock and roll and and uh and and that whole lifestyle right i mean the, yeah the, the whole all, lifestyle. all the stereotypes you were you were there every with bit all of it yeah every bit of it you you see watch where are they now and <laughs> the, would, the behind the music i would be a candidate for that show except yeah. for the fact that god changed my heart and they probably don't want to talk about that you know yeah well that that, that tends to be a uh uh i guess a downer for the folks that aren't ready to make that that change yet but uh, yeah. but 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 God did make that change in your heart, and uh, tell me about that point. 
Yeah, well, you know, after 20 years or so chasing the world and and playing all over the country and 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 releasing records and things like that, um, you know, the lifestyle got to me. Um, mm-hmm. The alcohol, the drugs, um, you know, it's just so readily available and and um, it's kind of it's not forced on you, but it's 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 uh, pretty much laid out in front of you. You're enticed to do it, you know, for whatever reason you just you do for the pleasure of it at the time, which we see as fun for a season and uh, just got into it. And before you know it, it's 20 years down the road and I'm. I am sunk deep into it. Uh, the alcohol, the drugs, and and it it, it was wearing on my health. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a very functioning alcoholic because you know I could I would show up to work because usually that's where I went to get my drugs and my alcohol because that's where the it was provided. And yeah, so um, at that point, you know, I had gotten kind of. I had some issues going on, so I went to the doctor, and he told me, you know, you know, he asked me about my lifestyle, and he said, well, according to these uh, numbers on your liver, uh, you you got about six months, and I went like six months. He said, yeah, uh, six months. Like, there's so much damage, and I was like, wait a minute now, Uh, but you know, I left there knowing, already knowing that this was my fault knowing that I had made all these decisions, these wrong decisions. I had made a mess in my life. I knew Jesus, you know, I grew up in church. I knew, uh, everything I needed to know. You knew enough to know better. Yeah. Yeah. I I knew, I knew I was living a life of sin because, uh, coming to faith in Christ at an early age, I had to ignore that. I had to ignore Christ. I had to, to ignore the conviction of the Holy spirit every time I would do something. And then I would, you know, feel that conviction. uh, And then I would just do something to drown that conviction. And, and it just never, it never went away. I would just have to numb it. And um, pretty soon, you know, it just came to this end where I was going to die. And it was, it was a, I couldn't, I couldn't blame anybody but myself. Mm. My friends said they'd help me, but they couldn't because, you know, there, there was nothing they could do. And before long, they were kind of like, well, you're kind of boring to hang out with now because, you, you know, you're uh, bringing us down. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, and so uh, I ended up, um, you know, just coming to the reality that this is most likely how I'm going to die because I didn't see any way out. I didn't think God would um, forgive me or he would probably have given up on me and my parents who loved me unconditionally. I was ashamed and I was afraid to tell them. I didn't want to hurt them anymore. Um, You know, but they probably already kind of knew because, you know, that's the way they are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They know everything. Yeah. Um, But um, so um, I was, you know, faced with this decision and I didn't know how I was going to make it. You know, uh, finally I had some friends or true friends who, who, who were praying for me. They'd heard about it and they were praying for me. And, uh, I had three of them 
I had conversations with three of them in one day, and they all three told me that, uh, you know, I said, I'm too far away. It's too late. They said, you're not that far away. It's not too late. God loves you, and he died for everything you've done. And I went, oh, my gosh. And they prayed for me, and then I went to the Lord in prayer and, and asked him, you know, to forgive me. I said, mm-hmm. I don't blame you. Don't listen to me, Lord. But but I've made a mess of this life, and I knew better. I knew better, and, and I messed up, and um, I just want to come home. I want to I want to feel your presence. Uh, I'm asking you to forgive me. I was wrong. Um, uh, whatever whatever you want to do, whatever you want me to do. Uh, I know you don't make deals, Lord, but I just want I just want to uh, come home. You know, I want some peace. And uh, it was instant, Mark. It was like he was sitting in my car with me on the side of the road where I was crying out to him and instantly, and I know it doesn't happen like this always to everybody, but he heard my cry. It came from my heart. He was waiting like he's waiting for everybody. He pursues you. Uh, You just got to slow down enough to let him, you know, let him in. And he, he forgave me. He, he, um, I felt brand new. I felt forgiven and I felt the peace that surpasses all understanding. It was, it was the most unbelievable experience, um, to have a peace come over me and said, everything's going to be all right. And to have this, the guilt and the shame and the weight of all I've done, uh, lifted off my shoulders and feeling brand new. He who is in Christ is a new creation. Mm -hmm. I felt all of that right then. And I was like amazed. I said, Oh my gosh, (laughs) God, you're here. You're, you're, you're here with me. And it was a still small voice, kind of like a thought that doesn't usually happen. It came out of nowhere. It said, I've always been here. My son died for you. Wow. And I'm like, wow. oh, my gosh. He's real. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Was that He's the April real. 5th date? Yes. April yes. 5th, 1996. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah and, and I'm reading. I'm cheating. I'm totally reading your bio on, on your website. But, <laughs> but yeah, that, that yeah. was the date you mentioned. That you've, you've, you've only had, you've had one drink since that date and will never drink again? Yeah, I've never drank since that date. Yeah, I, you know, you just got you got to. There's got to be a transformation. It sure. don't always happen overnight. Oh, of course, that's and a major thing. I was still thing. in the rock and roll bands, and I was still traveling for nine months. I was still in the band, but at all that time, God was was transforming me, and I was growing, and I was um, reading my Bible, and I was praying all the time. And you know, yeah, there was there was a stumble or two in that first nine months. But, you know, that <laughs> it was amazing. There, one of those stumbles, I woke up and I went, oh, this stuff doesn't change. It's the same. Yeah. It's like, why, who am I kidding? You know, why would I give up what God has done for me? You know, it's the same old thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you go back to seeing, it's going to be the same result, the same thing. Sure. So at that point, you know, I mean, and really and truly, it already started 
um, he had already started weaning me from the alcohol and the drugs were gone. And, you know, that was a, yeah. that was almost the easiest part. Uh, you just got to quit hanging out with those people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and, and you're looking at things a lot differently now. And I mean, you're oh, yeah. in a different place because, you know, once Christ gets in there, it you, you do, you look at things differently. I mean, you don't, you know, you don't feel death because you don't fear death because, because, you know, everlasting life. And you just right. look things a lot differently. And sometimes those things that you leaned on to make you feel alive, they're not going to be as fulfilling as, you know, Christ. No, <laughs> yeah. they, they, they do just the opposite. Yeah. And, and you, and you know where your joy comes from. And that was the Lord. You know, I felt joy and a peace and a purpose that I, you know, all the rock music, all the accolades, all the, you know, everything I'd accomplished at that point, you know, it was meaningless uh, because I was dying and now I'm alive again. Mm -hmm. I got eternal life. I got a relationship with the most high God. And what's funny, Mark, is like for 20 something years, I've, I've lived, you know, chasing after things in this world. I put out three albums with my band and on those three albums, they were probably six songs that were mine within a year after God changed my heart. I wrote 17 songs. Wow. Uh, since then I've probably written over a hundred songs and it's all about the same subject. And that's Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like God said, I gave you the gift to use for my <laughs> glory. And just it's like hide and watch i'm gonna i'm gonna rock your world i'm gonna and he really <laughs> has um i uh haven't picked up a phone to look for a opportunity to play or anything since that april date mm. and he has opened every single door man that's amazing because that, that was one of the things i was just scared to do i was scared to move i said god every move i've made up to this point has been wrong yeah so you, I'm just trusting you, and he did. He he just it was amazing, and it still is. I mean, what God has done um, in in my life, uh, through my life, and all that. It's just it's all glory to Him. Well, and, God has you know, God God's plan is just it's it some it may not turn out the way you think it's going to turn out, or the way you particularly even want it to turn out in some cases. But mm -hmm. God, it, I always like to say God plays the long game. And, yeah. and and he's a logistical mastermind. So mm. you know, you never know what God has in store. And sometimes you really do just have to take your hands off the wheel and let him drive and stop getting in his way. And it's and it sounds like that's exactly what you did. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, because I, I couldn't. I couldn't have done it any better. He's a, he's he's the best booking agent I've ever had, <laughs> and he only wants ten percent. You know what I mean? <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it's 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 truly. I mean, you know, I've done uh, events with Billy Graham up in New York. I mean, who gets that? Yeah. Who gets that without some major agency type thing going on? But God did it. He opened the doors and just just things that He has done. All the concerts I've been able to do, and all the mm -hmm. churches, and even now at Westwood, uh, that's a God thing. It don't make sense except to God, you know, and so, Kevin, and, and still today, everything that happens, even to this day, I just, mm -hmm. I have to try my hardest to stay out of his way. <laughs> 
Kevin, when we get back, I want to ask you about uh, about Kevin Derryberry Ministries and what you guys are doing. They get the golf tournaments coming up, and uh, mm-hmm. just kind of filling in what, what the landscape looks like right now for you. Okay. Yeah, you got it. All right, stick around. More to come. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. The Mark Harvard Podcast. I can't tell you how thrilled we are to continue our relationship with Excalibur Service Company. They are the people that I use in my house, and they're who I suggest you use in your house for all your home needs. Air conditioning, heating, duct cleaning, indoor air quality checks. These are the guys that can take care of it. They also offer emergency plumbing service because, you know, Plumbing doesn't break in the middle of, an, of a Saturday afternoon. You know, it always happens in the middle of the night or when you least need it to uh, to be breaking. They're the folks you call. Like I said, they're who I trust my family is to, and they're who you should trust as well. It's Excalibur Services. Give them a call, 205 352 4160. It's 205 352 4160, or you can find them online, Excalibur Service. Dot com and tell them you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at markharvardcreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. We are back. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Don't forget to go check out our sponsor, Excalibur Service Company. That's 205-718-8688. That's 718-8688. They are your source for HVAC electrical, plumbing. They're who I use in my house. They keep my house safe, which is a big deal considering I live here. So go check them out. They're who I trust in my home and you should trust as well. Excalibur Service Company. And tell them you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. We rejoin our guest this week. It's Kevin Derryberry. You know him from Telluride. You know him from the ministries, uh, from worship, from you know, tiny fingers, tiny toes, which is not about GI Joe figures. I, I, I yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't care what the the rumor was, but <laughs> but uh, thanks for joining us this week, Kevin. I appreciate it. And you've got a lot going on these days now with Kevin Derryberry Ministries, right? Yeah, yeah, Mark. We're 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 slammed these days. It's it's awesome. God has provided so many wonderful things for us to do, uh, ways to reach people. Um, and you know our ministry needs support, so we throw golf tournaments and mm-hmm. uh, clay shoots. And our our seventeenth golf tournament is coming up uh, on April the seventh, and um, we are we're just about at capacity. And we got so many wonderful sponsors mm-hmm. and so many friends playing in this thing. And and uh, year after year, people show up and and they drive. You know, we got people come from Mississippi. Florida, Tennessee, Georgia, you know, it's, it's, you know, just, just, it's a wonderful event and it looks like this year is going to be beautiful again, 17 years in April and we haven't been rained at out. That is amazing. But we hadn't been rained out, you know, being spring in Alabama. That's crazy. Coming up. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you don't like the weather in Alabama, give it about five minutes. There you you go. There you go. And uh, we got the clay shoot coming up in September. We also do a podcast. We just started a podcast. Yeah. We're not quite as hip as you yet, but (laughs) (laughs) it's uh, it's adorable. You think this is hip. (laughs) I wish I could talk as fast as you, then I could get more done, but (laughs) I'm a a little slow. I'm a slow talker. You know, we come from deep South, Uh, Ah. but uh, we, we, we show that 
hours we video and you know we have kind of friends and local people you know i think you've had laurie stroud yeah and, uh, we got her coming in and and rick burgess and some mm-hmm. other folks uh, um and you know we're excited about it um it's it's uh but then we do our seraphic sound studio live which is a uh every tuesday night at 7 30 we go live on the internet on facebook and youtube and we do a concert as uh, it's either mm-hmm. just me or it's a band and we we do an hour and a half we play all original music most of the time and then uh we'll share the gospel some scripture and and uh, we even do prayer requests. You know, we take prayer requests so that people who are tuning in can pray for each other. It's, mm, it's, it's been great. going on now. This is our third year. That's fantastic. And, uh, so this was born out of COVID then? Yes, it was. Uh, you know, we, we got to where, like, okay, we love to go out. We love to minister. We we need to reach people. How are we going to do it? So we set up the camera phone and, and turned it on and, Lo and behold, somebody actually watched. <laughs> and we, we, we said, well, let's do it again. What's sad is we had so many people watching those first episodes because of COVID. And it was like we had so many technical difficulties. It was like, I don't even know if this is worth watching. Yeah. But then as we got better and better at it, you know, people started being able to go out and do things. So not as many people watch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's worth watching now come on well the but thing i found out about about that, that sort of stuff is that it's out there it's almost almost an evergreen thing because people yeah. will find it a year later or two years later i mean I'm, I'm still getting i'm getting listens on this podcast we're not as hip as you doing video but but um i'm getting listens on this podcast from episodes from a year or two ago because yeah. you know people just you know type in a search history or a search thing into the google and suddenly an episode pops up so yeah right. i mean it's it's one of those things it's it's it's, it's to quote uh, christmas vacation it's the gift that keeps on giving so <laughs> yeah yeah and this we have a pretty we have a really good time it's a lot of work because uh, we have five people who are just production only uh they're running mm-hmm. cameras switching dealing you know talking to people on the internet it's like it's a big thing going on now and then we have the band in the studio here and so it's a lot of fun it's a lot of work um to to have done it three years now uh i think we we're on our like 110th episode um uh, you know it's not perfect uh but you know we're not jesus (laughs) there you go And, and and that's something a lot of people have to remember I mean, just you know, yeah. in general. So <laughs> that you're not yeah, gonna. Be, no one's know. gonna be perfect, but uh, you do a great job. I've I've seen I've seen some episodes and it's good stuff. So, okay. Kevin, how can people know learn more about the ministry? Well, we got a website, KevinDerryBerry dot com, and uh, you can go there. You can read my testimony if you know somebody that's been through what we're talking about, the stuff that I've gone through, and you want to share my testimony with them. You can guide them to my my website there's i have my testimony there and um you know uh, they can you know just email us at uh kevin Derryberry at rocketmail.com and if they have questions or they want to know about the golf tournament or anything else mm-hmm. we do we still travel we're traveling again we've done we do men's conferences uh camp student camps and stuff like that we um just any 
opportunity we get to get in front of your church and share the testimony and the gospel, you know, we'll do it. Um, uh, we, that's what we do. Um, you know, just give us a call. Uh, the phone number is on the website, uh, or you can just call 205-663-4968. No, not that number. 205-515-3769. 515-3769. And that's, that'll get you right to me. There you go. Um, and you know, we would love to come to your church, uh, just to share. We've been at so many churches. Um, every time my son goes somewhere with me, we ride, we're out in the middle of nowhere and we ride by church. Yeah. I sang there, (laughs) you know, (laughs) it's yeah. I sang there. Uh, but it's, it's kind of wild. It's, it's, we, we have a good time. You know, my wife does a lot for the ministry. She's a huge help. Yeah. She's awesome. And you both will be out at the celebrate the family expo. Yeah, she'll be there. She'll be there. And, uh, I told Laura how I mean it's a lot of fun because you know you, you you're singing and the whole time you're thinking well I might be too loud or <laughs> <laughs> and people uh, won't mind they're staring at you like hey that, ain't that, that Kevin very very uh, there you go, yeah. no he's taller than that uh, well, no what is it and we're back at the Hoover Met Complex this year which is awesome yeah. it's a great facility yeah. it's a Saturday May seventh to celebrate the family Expo all kinds of stuff out there for the entire family but you'll be out there I'll be out there there I mean I'm I'm blessed enough for them to let me MC again and you can get all the details oh, yeah. yeah you can get all the details if you go by Birmingham Christian Dot com, and you can also find the latest episode, latest issue of uh, of the uh, publication there. Uh, Alabama Crimson Tide softball player Montana Fouts is on the cover of the April issue, that? so go check that out at BirminghamChristian.com. Kevin, thanks so much for hanging out today. Hey, Mark, thank you for allowing me to be a part of what God's doing through your ministry, man. This is awesome. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing you in just a few weeks. And uh, stick around, guys. More coming up. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Don't go anywhere. The Mark Harvard Podcast. You know, life is not always easy to navigate. And that's where our friends at All Things New Counseling Services, that's where they step in. They're going to help you get through some tough times. This time of year, people are looking at themselves. They're starting to think about all the things that they want to have a little different. And sometimes that goes hand in hand with some depression, some anxiety, some stress. The gang over at All Things New Counseling Services can help you out with that. Charmin and her team have an area of expertise that includes bipolar disorder, depression, eating disorders, substance abuse, PTSD, and trauma. And guess what? They also do telehealth. So no matter where you are, you've got someone who's there to listen and help you through some of those low times in life. Go ahead, check them out online, allthingsnewcounselingservices.com, and tell them that you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at markharvardcreated.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. We are back. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Big thanks, huge thanks, ginormous thanks to Mr. Kevin Derryberry for hanging out with us this week. So much fun to talk to that guy. Don't forget you can come hang out with us uh, in a couple of weeks, actually, uh, in a few weeks, over at the uh, Birmingham Christian Family Magazine. 
celebrate the family expo at the Hoover Met. I'll be out there. They've asked me to MC the event, and I'm so happy to do that. And Kevin will be out there playing and performing all day long. So it's going to be a fun time. Always a cool event. I've enjoyed it every time they've they've been kind enough to have me come out. It's been it's been a lot of fun. It really is. I would en- encourage you to uh, come on out and bring the family. There's stuff for the kids and all kinds of stuff. Uh, don't forget, next week we've got Stephanie Plum hanging out with us. That's always going to be a fun time uh, there on the podcast for that. And uh, I've, I, I can't tell you names yet, but I've got a few uh, a few big ones coming up in the next few weeks that I am super, super duper excited about. So so just keep your ears. Uh, go follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, over on the Twitter and on YouTube. And uh, I will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Be good to each other. And I'm out. The Mark Harvard Podcast.